Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. And you are listening to Lunchtime Live. 1800 453 106 is the number if you want to get in touch or you can drop me an email. Lunchtime Live at Newstalk.com. That's what my next guest, Sally, did. Sally, I was really interested um, in your email and, and the experience that you had. Will you just tell listeners what happened to you over the weekend? Yeah, sure. Hi, Andrea. Thanks for yeah. having me on the show and uh, thank you for shining a light on this topic. So um, this happened on Sunday. I was meeting up with my friends for lunch. Um, so it's at a cafe locally. Um, so I was there a bit early. So I thought I'll just browse around while waiting for my friends. There's a book section in this establishment. So I was just there, you know, minding on my own business, on my own, just browsing. And um, I walked by the pizza bar deli area. And um, out of the blue, I just heard somebody said, uh, saying, konnichiwa. Now, that's a greeting in Japanese. Now, I'm not Japanese, but I do look Asian. My parents are Chinese. And um, I was confused, but, you know, that caught my attention. I looked up. There was nobody else around, just me. And I saw it was a staff behind the bar, um, and he was looking at me. He just made eye contact. And that made me very, very uncomfortable. And I just wanted to get away from there and um, just forget about it. And that's what I did. So, um, yeah, so that's what happened. So you, 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 you heard um, the greeting. Which, which, it's hello, isn't it, in, in Japanese? In Japanese. Isn't that? Yeah, that's the, the yeah. meaning. Yeah. So you, you yeah. heard this and you're there and you're minding your own business and you're flicking through the books and yeah. catch, catch, you know, you hear it and, and you look up and, and there's nobody else around you, only you. Um, yeah. And the realisation so really... that it's directed at you. Exactly. Yeah, it was very obvious that it was directed at me. I was confused as to why, because um, I wasn't speaking Japanese. I wasn't speaking in another language. I was on my own. Um, You know, it's just very confusing to have that. And it's really unnecessary, even though, let's say, the intention was uh, from a place of good. But that made me feel really uncomfortable. Uh, It made me feel like I don't belong. I'm different. I stand out even though I grew up in Ireland. I was raised in Ireland. I've been in Ireland for the last 27 years. And even in this day and age, um, I'm still being constantly reminded that um, I'm not part of the society. Like, I'm not from here, quote unquote. Um, It's just disappointing. It's hurtful. It's just unnecessary. I don't really understand why uh, somebody would say that or think that it is appropriate to say so. Um, Especially, you know, that person was obviously working. I didn't even, uh, I wasn't going up to the counter to order food or anything. I was just browsing, you know. And so, how did you yeah. react, Sally? Did you say anything or? Yeah. I didn't. And I kicked myself after for not saying anything, for not confronting uh, the staff and just ask a simple question and to say like, why did you say that? What made you think that was okay or appropriate to say something like that? You know, it's just, you know, um, yeah, I was a bit angry with myself for not saying something and letting that slide because why should I let that slide? I didn't do anything wrong. And, uh, you know, this person made me uncomfortable and that should be um, called out, addressed. And, yeah, that person should be held accountable and they should know that they made somebody uncomfortable and uh, to not do that again, you know. Well, like, you know, and and, and I know and and you know if... if, um 
you know, if someone was here now, they'll say, well, I, I thought, you know, I didn't mean any, any, you know, bad or ill intent or any malice. And I was, you know, thought I was saying hello. I, I can, you know, I can nearly imagine what would be said. But like, as you mentioned, Sally, it, it's the constant reminder that, you know, you, you deal with, you get this a lot that nearly having mm. to explain yourself or people sort of ha- yeah. you flag it nearly that you're, you're, kind, you're a little bit different nearly, like constant experience yeah. of this. Yeah, and really that did not sit well with me. And yesterday morning, I was still thinking about it. And I just thought, no, I should do something about this. I should really, you know, tell someone about it. Like, why am I holding all this to myself, you know? So I did call the establishment and um, I told the staff on the phone what happened. And I did say, can I speak with someone who I can actually report this to? And uh, the lady on the phone said to me, yes, um, I'll have our manager to call you back. Never got a call back. And that's just very, very disappointing because I understand mm-hmm. that you cannot control what another person does uh, or says, but at least as um, an establishment, you should have training in place or a protocol in place to address these things. But just not getting a call back is just very disappointing, disheartening, you know. Well, it, I imagine, uh, not to put words in in your mouth, but it, it's probably, a, mm-hmm. you know, a feeling of... Um, being not nearly, you know, unheard or it's not listened to. Hundred percent, a hundred percent, and that's why I wrote uh, to your uh, news station because, or the radio station, because I just felt unheard and hurt, and I just thought, no, somebody has to know about this. You know, I need to tell somebody and uh, and just highlight this topic yeah. and have somebody. So, because this day and age, there is absolutely no excuse for this type of behavior, because. Uh, information is so accessible. You can be educated. Uh, this is being talked about even on your um, radio station because a couple of weeks ago, um, I'm, I'm a big fan. I listen to your, I tune in all the time. Okay. And you talked about um, people being called a plastic patty. Now, things like that should just absolutely stop. This is just like, you know, this has to stop this kind of thing, this kind of carrying on. It's just unnecessary, you know, and hurtful. T- tell me, Sally, um, you know, like in, in your early childhood years in Ireland, um, growing up yeah. in, in, in Ireland, like was this sort of, I mean, is everyday racism, is that the the right term? Like, yeah. is, I presume you've, you've, you've probably dealt with this a lot, have you? A lot, a lot, a lot. Like it happens all the time. Um, I think nine times out of ten, if I walk by a group of, kids or teenagers I would definitely hear something um and now and again like I I would get something like this something similar in public and this has been covered on on uh the station before where you always get asked where are you from and if I tell them where I'm from they're like ah no seriously where are you from yeah, somewhere in Dublin that's and just, yeah that's just like you and then know, you'll get asked where yeah you almost want to tell them what they want to hear so that they would stop asking you know, that's how bad it is. It's just, I don't understand if someone tells you this is where they're from, why don't you believe them and you want to hear what you want to hear. That is just, that kind of attitude just has to stop, you know. Why can't we just accept people for who they are and if they tell you this is their identity and this is how they feel, you should just accept it, you know. And yeah, I don't know why it's not valid. 
Another um, listener's got in touch as well uh, here, um, Sally, and says, you know, I, I'm, I'm listening to Sally and completely empathise uh, with her. I'm from Iranian heritage, born and raised in Dublin, though. And someone in the office asked me, what are you having for lunch? Curry. It's not the first time it's happened. It's, it's just these stupid comments that aren't funny. Yeah. Yeah. Do your family get, you know, would your family have to deal with, with this a lot, Sally? Yeah, I think everybody deals with this. Like uh, even my friends, um, friends who are, you know, with a similar background to myself. Um, I hear this again and again. It happens all the time, like all the time. And it's just it's just um, strange to have kids say things to me because I'm I'm an ad- adult, you know, and having kids say these things to me. And obviously they didn't uh, they picked that up from somewhere, you know, the yeah. way they didn't come up with this. So it's just shocking to hear that. And um, yeah, just uh, it's very a, sad. It's a it's a hard thing to know what the right thing to do is because you know I suppose your your gut reaction often is maybe to call somebody out and even just reading and reading that last listener's text as well about it you know and, and tell them this isn't yeah. appropriate because or it's wrong to say that and you know I just I, like and you don't know what yeah. reaction then you see you might get from someone either like I don't understand because everybody like I mean nowadays um, people do travel you know it's it's very easy to just hop on a plane and go somewhere and when you're abroad don't you don't that make you think that's like you know it's not okay to say certain things like would you not know or like you know it's just like you you see things read things things and you know like how like how do you still behave like that it's just beyond me you know I'm I'm going to to read some of the um the messages as well and just you know to so you can this is the the views from listeners uh, well this texture says I, I'm 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 only from the north and once people hear my accent I get all the time suppose you're going out to practice your marching or you'll be supporting England in the World Cup will you why would I why would I be supporting England says this texture if people just keep their mouth shut it always makes me feel like an outsider um, another listener says tell Sally she should have approached the person and told them grow up um, you're responsible. She's all right. Yeah, yeah. Sally is responsible for herself. People asking where you're born, but really don't want to upset. Tell them where you're born. That helps them realize that they need to ask the question in a different way. We're drawing attention rather than telling them how we'd prefer it. Yeah, but it, it's a hard one, that Sally, because you don't know what reaction you'll get from the person. Yeah, I mean, I do do that. That's actually my, you know, approach. Normally, when someone asks me, "Oh, where are you from?" I, I would explain, saying, "Oh, my parents are." Chinese but I was raised here um you know but like that shouldn't even be a question you know the way like why would you go up to someone why like, do you have to explain I, it yeah like you know the way because like from my accent I feel like I don't have a very strong maybe like like Chinese accent or like whatever accent you know the way where like people would be like where are you from but like you know just even like you know for yourself Andrea like when you go out like in Ireland do people come up to you and be like where are you from and you know, if you say Donegal, would they be like, ah, no, stop, like, you're not from Donegal. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. That, it's the, it's the explanation you know and the constant. I, mean? I get it. No, I do. And the constant, um, the, it's the questioning, really, isn't it? And, and the nearly not being believed that is, yeah, is a big part imagine? of it, too. Let, yeah, can you imagine? I've I've yeah. another caller here as well, Sally. Um Michael has been has been listening to you and, and, and listening to you tell your, your story today. Stay stay with us, Sally, because I want to bring Michael in as well. Um 
Michael, have you had to deal with this kind of everyday racism too? Yeah, so this, just listening on the conversation, it's a very interesting topic. Um, just as yesterday, um, my 11-year-old daughter, she was at a school outing um, and it was just an activity for the school. They were just out for the day, you know. And she actually came home to me and I asked her, I said, how did you get on? Did you have a good day? And she goes, yeah, I said, it's a fantastic day. It's just, there was a gentleman there who was just kind of um, an elderly gentleman. He was just kind of helping him out and just showing him the ropes and showing him what to do. And it's the school that my daughter goes to is very much, very much a multicultural type of school. So multiple nationalities at the school. So, you know, they, they were carrying on the event and they were just, they were being shown by this gentleman what to do and how to do it. And next there was this, one of the, the girls in my daughter's class, actually, she, she has a, an Irish name, shall we say. So the first question he actually posed it, first, without even introducing himself or saying to the girl, he said, do you speak English? So I was actually taken aback by that when my daughter actually came home and actually yeah. said that to me. So I asked my daughter, I said, how did you feel about that? And she said, well, to be quite honest, I thought it was a bit rude. He goes, he's never met her, he's never even spoken to her, and he automatically made the assumption. And I just thought, well, that's not right either. I was saying to her, you know, and and in, in fairness, my daughter, she didn't speak up, but she knows the girl as well in her class, and she wouldn't say much either. But I was happy enough that my daughter recognized it, and she was able to say, even at 11 years of age, she was actually able to say, it's not right, you know. So it does happen, um, and it's just, it's just, it's funny enough that this incident happened that just actually just happened yesterday. Yeah. So I'd say it's probably a lot more common than we actually probably think, so. you know? Yeah, I don't oh, I've, I've absolutely. I've no no doubt about that at all. And so in, in your in your daughter's case, she she recognised it and, and, and was able to chat chat to you about it. Absolutely, yes. And I, and I think that's, that, that, that's important. I think it starts from home first. I think it's once... If if your daughter or your child or son or whatever is is able to come to you and say, look, I didn't think this was right. It's up to you as a parent to recognize and say, well, how did you feel about it? Well, tell me about it. Was it. Do you think he did the right thing? Do you think it's, you know, was it inclusive? Was he being kind of rude towards it? And you'll recognize it and, and maybe teach you or maybe your son or daughter to say, it's okay to stand up for it to say, you know, it's not right, it's not right. And that's it, you know, and that's okay too, mm. you know. Sally, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of messages coming in from people, and I suppose in summary, I could say that a lot of people say we're being too sensitive. But I suppose by by not talking about it, you know, and 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 listening um, to stories like this, and as, as Michael says, you know, even correcting people, that's probably why it can that's probably why it continues. Yeah, that's why I thought to speak up about it and just highlighting this happens all the time and um, that it, it is hurtful for other people. It might be like, oh, it's nothing. But, um, you know, you can say something and you don't mean bad or you, you don't mean it in a bad way. But if that person receiving the message on the other end feels uncomf- uncomfortable, upset or anything, then like, you know, you should reevaluate the way you said it, the way you approached it and, you know, change the the way you know uh you start a conversation um so i think that's just something to think about mm. you know um and also i know a lot of people would would ask why didn't you speak up why didn't you say something on the spot i think for a lot of people uh, no matter what kind of situation when you're you know 
I don't want to say I'm the victim, but you know what I mean, the other person receiving yeah. um, or in, the, in that moment. It is really hard to react. It's almost like you're watching a reality show or um, you know, a game show and you're like, oh, why didn't you answer that? Or I know the answer. But when you're on the spot, it is completely different. And you are so shocked and you, know, you just don't know how to react and you just walk away. And only after when you reflect on this situation, you're like, ah, I should have approached it differently or yes, I would have, uh, you know, I should, should have spoken up, but I didn't. And I just want people to know that it's not that easy to just react no, and be like, I know, oh, and I totally get that. I mean, she, you never know how, you know, you never know how in, in today's world, how somebody could react. I'd be very, I know myself, I'd probably be very slow to correct people, you know, if, if something like that happened to me outside in a, a work environment. And it, it, it is hard. I, I totally, totally get that. Another listener says, um, I just want to say to, to Sally, thanks for highlighting this because racism in Ireland, it is hurting people to the core. It's absolutely outrageous. It's got to stop. This texter says, try being a Protestant um, in Ireland or from a Protestant background. My family are living here since the 1600s and you'd swear talking to some people that we just walked in off the boat. Keep your experiences coming into us. Lunchtime live at newstalk.com is the email um, the email address as well. Sally, thank you for, for sharing your story and, and, and sending me in the email. I appreciate it. And, and Michael too. This listener... Um, it's the same for people with, with disabilities. Some random person came up to my mother on the street and started asking her why she was using a cane. My mum looks quite able. My mum was absolutely mortified and just um, it shook her confidence completely. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.